0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Blue Wire. NFL draft.
2: The Detroit Lions select. Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama.
3: Back off
2: looks, off throws, caught inside the one, fighting
0: for the end zone and getting in for the touchdown. Detroit Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown. Snap. He's got it. Wants to throw. Wentz looks, looks. Pressure comes.
4: Wentz hit, sack. Back inside the twenty. Aiden Hutchinson. That's number two. <laughs> What is going on everybody, Lions Seahawks post-game show, I'm your host Tyler, join my man guy as always, Mr. Malcolm Harper, gut-wrenching man, how you feeling? Ouch, ouch, oh, <laughs> ouch, man,
3: man I fucking knew it man, I told you this could be a fucking trap game man, yeah. I knew it, I, I, I told you it, it just seems too good to be true. The defense was. I mean, where was the pass rush?
4: Yeah, that's that's the that's the big question. Where was the pass rush today? Where was it? Because they had so many opportunities to get to the backfield and take Gino Don for a sack, and you know they got the big one uh, towards the end of the fourth quarter, uh, which was a huge stop. But other than that, I mean, they they had zero pass rush at all. um, it was just dinking, doinking all day, and it was very similar to what they did last year. I mean, they did a little better job this go round, but they still allowed thirty seven points, and you know they they still had their ways, but they still got to do whatever they really wanted on offense. Had zero answers for Tyler Lockett, and Jared Jacobs was burnt toast today. That was awful.
3: He, he's not. He's really not a good zone corner. I think that's his problem. He's, as far as like playing zone, he's not there. He's really good at pressing and playing, man. He he does a good job doing that. But this defense doesn't – I don't think it matches Jay Jacobs' style. We really need Emmanuel Mosey back ASAP. I mean, it's – I don't know, man. He was was a liability out there, definitely.
4: Yeah, I mean, he was rough. I mean, you mentioned the pressure. Um, I want to go to a certain decision, though. Just – I want to hear your perspective on it when it was going down. It was – they got the stop on defense. Obviously, field goal ties the game up. Had about a minute and some change and had three timeouts to work with. Did you agree with Dan Campbell going conservative during that time or would you have preferred um, to be a little aggressive? get the, touch to, try on to, it with the to try to, w- try
3: to mm-hmm. win the game? I mean, they're banged up. I don't think, he, I don't think Dan Campbell felt confident. Because you're looking at the the previous fourth down drives, I think they were over two going for it. So it's just not a good ratio. I I mean I agree with them for kicking it. No no no, no.
4: not not the necessarily but, kicking it. Just the whole drive itself. Like they were conservative. You know they 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 were playing for a field goal. It looked like. That, that's what it seemed like. Um, I don't know. Because like the mindset for me, I, I was. If, if any of you guys were on my Instagram live, I, I did not agree with that that conservative play call. Con, just because the defense has not looked good, and you don't want to come down to a coin toss. Because if you don't win that coin toss, you don't want to say the game's over. But like your defense, for the most part, especially in the second half, was just not getting stops. So like I would have preferred to be a little more aggressive, try to get the touchdown and win the game at that point, rather than settle for regulation and um, go to overtime.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that.
4: I mean, it, like it is what it is. They they put a little faith in their defense, and you put faith in the coin toss. But like, man, they had no answers for Geno Smith in that offense. No answers. Um, it,
3: it's kind of like the same shit from last year. Yeah,
4: it was. I mean, they did a better job. Like the first half, you know, they were getting stops. Um, but yeah, it it was a very similar game to last year. I mean, it, the pick six felt very similar to last year when, when they when they got that. Um,
3: you know the 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 turnover on the very first drive on the second that end, was in the, the second momentum half.
4: killer was that David Montgomery fumble because I mean at that point you're up 14-7 you're starting the ball at the second half you know you feel pretty good you could grow on this lead first play they punched the ball out fumble and they scored two plays I think and it's like man the game flipped just like that
3: yeah it did man and then like I, I think with the whole offensive line situation too I uh, mean, I don't know, man. But like, you can't, can't, you can't say shit because these guys were out. Damn near three starters of the offensive line were out at a point. Evan Brown went out, and they were out three guys, three starters, yeah. and they still handle no business. I told you, Pete, Gar- Pete Carroll, man. I told you he's a really good. He does a really good job of masking flaws. We couldn't even notice. I mean, if you didn't know that their tackle was out, and you just turn on the TV and you start watching the game, you would think that that's, that was a starting lineup.
4: Yeah, I would, for sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, they did a really good job. They, they did a really good job, in. that's all to Pete Carroll, man.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the downside, too. Like, not even only losing this game, you've suffered so many injuries in this game. Like, that injury report is going to be pretty long. Uh, like, this it's going to be missing practice. I mean, yes. Vitae yeah. goes out. Sam Brown is in and out. Uh, Laporta, I think he's fine, but in and out. On the defense of the boy, Kirby coming in and out. Um, Guard- CJ coming in and out, like... The list goes on. There was a million guys. Alem came in and out. I mean, they they suffered a bunch of injuries, and it's like, okay, if you take the win, you could take with you know, we'll we'll work on that. But with that loss, man, it just it's even it stings even more with with all the injuries that rattled up. Yeah, it
3: just give me it gives me flashbacks of last year, man. Just watching that game.
4: Where do you think the game kind of went? Not necessarily like sideways, but like one thing, like you could really critique here. What, what what would that be? Coverage, coverage, yeah,
3: coverage. Yeah, we couldn't cover a damn so it, it was it was bad. It, it was like this was, was wide open play after wide open play after wide open play. The guys wide open, like when they catch the ball, there's nobody near them. It's, this this zone and right now, like if you go on Twitter right now, you see a lot of people. Well, uh, you know, they're really going after Eric Glenn. You know, they're they're they're. Not happy with they're doing right now. Um I don't know, man. This is the coverage wise is just not not good.
4: Your Maybe, front fork your front four's gotta do a better job though.
3: The front, yeah. I mean they got put pressure they got put the pressure on um on Gino. They they should have, but they didn't. I wanted I just, I wanted to see the numbers because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be really low. Because know, pretty much has has his day, like he had all day to do whatever he wanted to do.
4: Yeah, I mean, he was dinking and doinking, got all his tight ends involved. I mean, obviously, Lockett had a big day. I mean, it was it was tough, dude. And the defense, they were fine the first half, too. Like, you know, they were pulling them in these third and long situations. And, you know, they were getting stops. But second half, man, Pete Carroll and that Shane Waldron offense just made a hell of adjustments. And, you know, they, they got to us. Yeah, I mean, shit. I don't see. Um, We got an update on David Montgomery. So his thigh is bruised. They'll know more tomorrow. So not a big update, but that was that, another big loss, dude. That, that David yeah, I was
3: gonna say that that was that was a huge loss for Detroit man because that took away that that took away Detroit's inside running game.
4: Yeah, and Craig Reynolds stinked.
3: He's not. He's not all uh, David Montgomery. No, that's I the thing. It. He's not. He's not David Montgomery. And um, the thing is also. Jameer Gibbs is not the best inside runner. Yeah, he's still he's so young. He's still trying to find out the holes and uh, it's, it, it, losing Montgomery was was a big big loss offensively, and they had to force go to pass to pass more, and it just wasn't good.
4: It affected the passing game too, because Montgomery is a big you know part of your, your pass blocking in the backfield. Yeah, exactly. Reynolds was just not getting the job done when when you know when he got called into the game. So, yeah, yeah a, overall, it was a huge loss with Montgomery.
3: Yeah, that, that running back three spot is going to be more important than we than we thought it would be because we don't know how long-term this David Montgomery thing is.
4: Yeah.
3: If it's multiple games, man, we might be in trouble.
4: Yeah, especially, that would be
3: rough. Especially if we play um, the Falcons next, who are 2-0, and they got a lot of momentum, a lot of confidence coming to Detroit. That's going to be interesting. That, sure. that, that, at one point, that was a gimme win, like a, a game that we all thought Detroit could just walk through, you know, walk through the Falcons. But now, they may give us some trouble.
4: And a big one's going to be to keep up with Vitae, too, because he's a huge part in that running game as well. I mean, Graham Glasgow, you feel comfortable with him being out there. But, you know, Vitae has been very crucial to this running game, especially in that first game versus the Chiefs and, and the time that he played in this game versus Seattle. Like, he was very... Very crucial to that offense in that running game, and when they lost him, like it, it was non-existent. They had to strictly go to a passing game. One big positive from the passing game is you saw Sam Laporta kind of break out today. Uh, he he looked phenomenal when called Sam, upon with all the injuries. He sure did.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of guys stepped up. Um, Craig Reynolds, uh, not Craig Reynolds, was Josh Reynolds. Yeah. Um, he he stepped up really big. Um, you know, yeah, Sam Laporta was was huge for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know man, we, we we're, right now I just feel like there's something missing.
4: Like what exactly? Or do you just not know the answer right now?
3: I think defensively is Emmanuel Mosley. I think it, I think if they get Emmanuel Mosley back, I think it can fix things. Cuz I think he's a much better corner than than Jerry Jacobs. Yeah. So getting Emmanuel Mosley back will definitely fix a lot of things I I guess in our secondary. Well, offensively man it's just something something's not there
4: offensively it was montgomery he was he's the he's the moving factor this offense and
3: yeah because yeah once he went once he left yeah everything went down they went right after that yeah you're right
4: yeah i mean they figured out to get a touch on drive um without him and you know towards the end of the game and they were moving the ball well even towards the end of the game but they just felt like there were so many missed opportunities to score more points than they should have, right? Like, it felt like the offense was moving pretty much all day, even with their – especially with Montgomery. Um, Just so many points left off the board. And it's so, like it, – it was weird by Dan Campbell because they chose to go aggressive sometimes then chose to go conservative a couple times. And it felt like it kind of bit them in the ass a little bit because, you know, towards the end of the first half even, you know, you, you got Ciel to punch you the ball. You had three timeouts, had opportunity to go play for some points. And they were just, like, not that tempo that we're used to or that aggressiveness from Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson. And, you know, they kind of almost settled. They had a huge drop by Jameer Gibbs. That that could have probably maybe changed their decision if Gibbs catches that ball and he's running a little bit. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was a interesting coach game by Dan Campbell. I don't want to say it was bad, but, like, you know, there, there was some decisions that are definitely a little bit questionable of, like, how he could have, uh, you know, uh, approached certain situations in this game. Do you think the injuries uh, uh,
3: kind of, like, played a factor to his decisions?
4: I do. I do. I think it does. I mean, I, I, I really believe if they were full strength, Amin Ra's at 100%. I think that end of that fourth quarter when you got the huge stop on defense and you forced them to punt, you know, and, and on their on their own end zone, you had an opportunity to get a touchdown and win the game with three timeouts. Like I, I really believe if they were – Like close to full strength on offense, you go a little more aggressive. And I still think they should have been a little more aggressive than they showed up, like, than than what they actually did on the field. Like, I don't know. I didn't like just settling for a field goal and, like, saying we're going to go to overtime. Because, like I said, if your defense is playing well, it's one thing, but your defense was just not getting stops. And it felt like whoever won the coin toss, and especially Seattle was going to win it, like, it just felt like it was going to be very difficult for you to win this game.
3: To me, at least. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Um, it's it because we couldn't we couldn't stop nobody. As far as the secondary was bad, secondary was secondary to pass rush.
4: I don't know, man. It was really just Jerry Jacobs too. Like, it, like I, I don't think Cam Zone had a bad game. I don't think. Uh, Gardner Johnson or Branch had necessarily a bad game, and I mean they gave up a few plays, obviously that's expected. But like it was mainly just picking on number twenty-three, Jerry Jacobs. He was the guy Gino was looking at pretty much essentially every play.
3: I mean, we I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You got to attack the weak link.
4: And also, they found some plays where like guys were just not supposed to be in coverage or like not good matchups. Like James Houston was guarding a tight end, and they got a huge play out of that. Like that's just not supposed to happen. Um, so they took advantage of. All those mistakes that you know that we gave them, and that's just a product of a good football team, like you said, that Pete Carroll's been good at for so many years, and you know it, it translates to the to the field. Like I said in our pregame show, I said in our pregame shows, like those mistakes that you kind of got bailed out versus Kansas City, like you're not going to get those same mistakes in this game versus Seattle with this with this receiving core. When you have mistakes, like they're going to take advantage of it, and that's exactly what they did. Seattle in this game. There was a lot of mistakes, and they took advantage of it. Something that Kansas City just didn't do last week versus us.
3: And we yeah, got the list. This, this, this one just stinks. Uh, this is a game that we were supposed you're supposed to win. That Lions team was supposed to win. They should
4: have won this game. They had so many opportunities to win this game. And just score more points and not be in the situation. But ah man, it goes all over. It goes across the board of like you know, there there was mistakes everywhere. Golf. I mean, he had an overall great game, but the one mistake is what you're gonna look at. I mean, a they pick six. Pick that, six. That's that just can't happen in that situation. Right? Like, you gotta have to. Have, you have to have at least an incomplete pass in that situation, in my opinion. You can't have yeah. a pick six in that situation. And that's where it, kind of like everyone's. I feel like heart just kind of sunk after that moment. Like once that pick six happens, like goddamn, it's a ten point lead now. With six minutes left yeah. in the game.
3: Yeah, I mean, when you go back and watch that play, you you, you see what kind of caused it. He had to release it, the ball early. Yeah, he did. Fucking Matt Nelson, man. Just he just he just couldn't couldn't get his guy, man. Like, I don't know, man. I felt like they they were able to put more pressure on us than we were than we were like than we were putting pressure What's on them. them we, yeah. yeah, we didn't put much pressure on them, man.
4: Yeah, I mean that first half, the O line was they were playing well. Like, they were were doing very well for pass protection. I felt like Goff had, you know, good time in the pocket. And I think he only had, like, two incomplete passes probably that whole half. Like, he was playing very clean, very good football. And Matt Nelson wasn't an issue. But, yeah, in that second half, and especially, I would say, that fourth quarter, that's where they really start to exploit us a little bit, and they were getting pressures because – for, for the most part, both sides were just not getting pressure to the quarterback. Like, both quarterbacks were pretty clean all game, Goff and Geno Smith. But towards the fourth quarter, Seattle's getting more pressure to us, disguise some looks, and just get into our line. Um, I don't know if that's all Matt Nelson. I have to look back. But, you know, they, they were definitely getting home to the quarterback. All right, man. Do you have anything else or you want to start bringing people up? Let's bring up Pierre. He was at the game, and he's requesting. So I want to hear his thoughts.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards.
1: The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal
2: I just think when you don't have a pass rush your on, you're playing zone, you're going to get, like, torn apart. They had two backup tackles. There's just no pass rush. That's what happened. I thought the DBs played solid, just the pass rush. And that's a concern. Well, not that's a concern because, you know, um, there's two backup tackles in there. They, both, they struggled last week against L.A., and they got no pressure at all. I think he was only pressured on nine of his dropbacks. He had 41 dropbacks. Only nine were pressured. That's not good. You're not going to win football games like this, especially if you want to be a good team, be in the playoffs. You got to have a pass rush.
4: Yeah, I agree. I mean, they – and this was a match they should get to the quarterback. Like, I know they suffered some injuries. Like, Houston kind of got, he, – he got knocked out pretty early in this game, I believe early the second half or maybe late in the first half, something like that. Uh, but overall, like, they, I, I don't know. I know they were doing a lot of quick passes to kind of disguise that, like, so they, they don't have to – have Gino set back and you know, like look for his receivers because like then that could have obviously altered more pressures. But I, I don't know. Like they were just not getting home at all this week compared to last week. They they were getting in the backfield. They seemed like every time, especially ninety seven eight hundred. I think he only had like three or four pressures today.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was that like good? Positive
4: Pierre, Pierre, what, what... solid.
3: Pierre, what's
2: your thought on 23-Jerry um, Jacobs? Bro, he's 5'10", and DK has 6'4". It's not a good matchup. We need, like, bigger corners. And I think I don't think Jerry is a starter in this league. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. I mean, Jerry yes. was struggling with Lockett, too, big time. It wasn't even just Metcalf. Yeah, I don't yeah.
2: think Jerry, um, because, you know, once you got better corners, Kamsa and Brian Branch, good safeties, they are just picking on the weak link, which is Jerry Jacobs.
4: Yeah, for sure. Mosley yeah, for needs sure to come was, back soon. Yeah, I mean, we, we have to see what he looks like even. I mean, he hasn't played football in forever, so it's going to be an adjustment for him too. But yeah, I mean, I think I think at this point is better than Jerry Jacob. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was horrific today. Horrific. Honestly, and, like, try yeah, Gilmore.
2: They got nothing yeah. to lose. Try Gilmore.
4: Yeah, they could do something like that next game if Mosley's not ready. I mean, I think next week... If you're looking at the positive side, is that like you're not going to be dealing with the same type of offense? It's a very different style of offense. It's a lot more run heavy. Not yeah, next uh, week. Great it's probably
2: bugs, bugs and bugs and
4: Benito are probably going to be active next week. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that for that that certain game plan. But yeah, man, rough game. Uh period. got anything else out of game? How was How was Ford Field? It looked amazing from TV. Oh, it was nuts,
2: man. I lost my voice. I don't know if you guys can tell, but it was nuts. Yeah, um, they don't sound 100%. <laughs>
0: the,
4: the,
2: uh, it was just electric. There was a few Seahawks fans. They were, like, respectful. They weren't, like, annoying. Um, it was nuts. I will say this, though. Campbell, that pick, Campbell said it was on Gibbs. He ran the wrong route. That, that's what hurt. You know, we had two turnovers. They had none. You lose a turnover battle, you're probably going to lose the game.
4: Yeah. before you get out of here, just curious to hear what's your thoughts on Dan Campbell um, on the decision making of kind of settling for a field goal. They don't the trust Riley Patterson. Or... No, no, not, not yeah. that. But you had three timeouts. Oh. You have three timeouts, and you had an opportunity to get a touchdown and probably win the game because there would be like little to no time left. But they go a little conservative, run the ball. Letting the play clock go down. There wasn't a sense of urgency. They were going for a touchdown. Like they, they were going for a field goal. What's your thoughts on on Campbell doing that? Well, I think like what happened is, you know, you have Matt
2: Nelson, you just threw a pick on the last drive. Montgomery isn't in there. Um, they are they were pressing on Matt Nelson a little. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it they was just like let's play. They a got touch on the drive before, before
4: actually. They got a touch on the drive before, actually.
2: Yeah, but like were, I don't think they, they went on 10 points.
4: Right? I guess. I, I don't know. I don't agree with it, honestly. I think they should have been more aggressive and, and try to win the game. Because the defense was getting shredded in that second half. I would even have given the opportunity for the, the coin toss. Because it felt like if you lost the coin toss, the game was over. But that's me. They had a chance to get their stops. They just didn't. All Right. All right, Pierre. I know you're driving. I don't want to keep you too much longer. So. All right. Take care, man. All right. Um, we got Adam requesting, so I'm gonna bring up Adam here. If anyone else wants to request, you guys go request. What's up, Adam?
3: What's up, Adam, my guy, man. What's
1: what up, up, bro? Boys?
4: How you feeling? I'm man? good.
1: I'm good. Never better.
4: That's <laughs> good. I feel like absolute dog shit, dude.
1: I never want to see a fucking ski mask in Detroit again. I see anybody wearing that shit. I swear to God, I'm taking a baseball bat to their fucking heads.
3: You think bad luck? You think oh, I bad, bad luck?
1: Look, look, dude. Oh, I fuck. believe in karma. High freshman year in high school, my the school I was at had an undefeated football team. We got all the way to the fucking state semifinals, playing Lake Orion. We were one of the fucking best teams in the state, and we fucking put out the fucking stupid, terrible towel bullshit the whole week. We had the stupid fucking shitty quality towels that we were fucking throwing up in the lunchroom. We show up. First play of the game, pick six. I think we lose like forty nine to zero to Lake Orion. God, I believe in that shit. Oh, Fuck me, man. Fuck me. Fuck me.
4: <laughs> God damn it, man. Adam, what's the, what's the biggest thing for you in this game? Where like you think it kind of went sideways? Like, what's what's the one big critique?
1: Um, just decision making, um, and that isn't just on Dan Campbell. It's It's Dan Campbell, it's Ben Johnson, it's Jared Goff. Like, the pick six doesn't help anybody. Uh, Giving the ball on fourth and two away at midfield when your defense is getting cooked the whole game isn't helping anybody. Uh, You know, 57 seconds left. You just got a first down, and you don't snap the ball again. When you have three timeouts, you don't snap the ball again until the 32-second mark. Like, Monrock returned to the game. Like, everybody was back outside of David Montgomery. Like... I I just don't get it. And that's the thing is, uh, how do I say this politely? If you want to be a jackass or if you want to be super aggressive and that's your motto, be my guest. Win, lose, I can respect it. You know, like, do you? Like, everybody has their own philosophy. You know, I'm not right all the time. Uh, I get it, it's cool. But, like, why are you so aggressive when it feels like you shouldn't be? And then when you should be aggressive? You, you go conservative. I just – I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, you know, we're, we're sitting here. The defense didn't get a pass rush. There's like a million things that went wrong in the game. Uh, none of the corners could match up with Metcalf. I don't know how lock it torched us the way they did, uh, considering L.A., uh, meaning the Rams, their fucking secondary is even worse than ours and their pass yeah. rush. Yes, they have Aaron Donald, but overall, like, they're a shit team and they kept Geno Smith in the pocket – They locked down the wide receivers. It's like we went into this game like, oh, you know what? Last year was shit off. Fuck it. Let's do it again. It was fun. Like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't know how you fucking lose that game. Like, that was the game where you literally pull your dick out and tell the entire world, yo, we're one of the three, four best teams in the NFC. Come, Come get us. And you fucking do that? God
4: damn it, man. It, it did feel weird. It felt weird because it felt like when you got the big stop, and especially Gino taking that stupid-ass sack. No, like You know, he, he just kept going back long. and back. Yeah, and, and you take that stupid-ass sack, and, and you're going to get gifted great field position. Raymond gets a good return, too. Like, he, he already almost gets to the field range himself just off the punt return. And you think, like, with three timeouts, a minute, some change left, you think they're going to go a little more aggressive and, and try to win this game and not even go to OT or not even, like, think about overtime. But like they just took their gas off, you know, they took their foot off the gas pedal and you know, kudos to them. They got in field goal range, made it close for Riley, made it like a doable kick. It was less than forty yards. But man, I don't know. Like I I want to see them go for it. And like you said, they had same talk back on the field. Like, go win the game. Yeah, go take a
1: shot. Like tell your quarterback, hey, if if it isn't down there, just throw it away. It's it's cool. You don't have to like force anything. And you trust Goff, like, to make those decisions. Dude, of course. And he's been very good over the last, like, 14 games for you. Like I, I don't know, man. I just... It's not even just disappointed. It's it's like they keep doing the same mistakes over and over. And, you know, I'm watching Arthur Smith with a makeshift offensive line, a fucking idiot at quarterback that all he can really do is run. They can't throw the fucking ball. And they are 2-0 and right now. Their defense looks way more fucking put together than ours. And... They're just running the ball with Algier, Bijan Robinson, and Ritter. They're making a few plays here and there. And you know what? When they need to punt, they punt. And then lo and behold, Arthur Smith, two minutes left, fourth down. They're in field goal range. But they want to kill the clock and not give Green Bay a chance. They go aggressive. They get it. And the game's over, essentially. Like, I don't mind it. Be aggressive. But fuck me. Fuck me. You're at midfield with
4: fucking... Oh, my
1: God, I want to kill myself, man. Fuck me. And, and they had a
4: great <laughs> drive to play before without Amon Ross St. Brown. Like they, Dude, they,
1: they put up seven. That's why yeah. they were within three.
4: Without, <laughs> they were without working the Seattle defense. Yeah, without St. Brown. And LaPorta La coming out that drive. That was like his coming out party. And you had him and you got St. Brown. So like, you think they open up the offense a little bit more and just at least take a shot, but – and then, like, a the field was in your back pocket. And they're like, okay, we, we'll settle for overtime if we have to. But, like, they did even, like, try to win the game, in my opinion, in the fourth that's quarter. That's
1: the heartbreaker is, like, you're, you preach aggressiveness. And in the moment where nobody's going to kill you if you try and win that football game and then settle for a field goal, you just go out and just settle. And you leave the question of shoulda, coulda. And that's the worst, man. That's just the worst.
4: I agree 100%. So, because so I trust who- God. Oh, go ahead, man. I trust Goff in a situation that's not make a stupid turnover or take a stupid sack. Like I, I trust he's going to throw the ball away if there's pressure or I trust he's not going to throw a stupid pick in, in, in that situation. So, like, if we can't get a touchdown or you're not, like, getting the big play, I trust Goff is not going to make the mistake and end the game with him, you know, making a mistake. Like, I, I have I have trust in Goff that he's not going to do that.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, the coaching wasn't good. But I think the big story right now is – is Aaron Glenn. Like, like I don't know well, how, how do you how do you feel how do you feel about Aaron Glenn right now? Because a lot of people are talking about a lot of people talking about firing him.
1: Yeah, I think there's one coach in the NFL who probably has a hotter hot seat than Aaron Glenn, and that's Brandon Staley. I mean, your offense throws for almost uh, throws for over three hundred yards, you don't commit any turnovers on the road, they give you twenty four points and your defense can't stop fucking Ryan Tannehill. And then there's Aaron Glenn who was built again, I don't want to take credit from the Kansas City one, so please don't freak out when I say this. But, like, the Lions were so fortunate with the Kadarius-Tony drops, everybody else just dropping the ball, drop after drop, Uh, Casey out of sorts. And, you know, they they had a chance to win at the end, Uh, and they didn't. And credit to the Lions, they made the fucking stops. But now you have wide receivers like Lockett, JSN, Metcalf that can actually catch the ball. And you get burned for another thirty-eight point performance. I just, I can't, man. I can't. I just, I don't get it with Aaron Glenn. Like they have two starting tackles out, Houston Hutchinson. You should do more to stunt and reposition players and try to get pressure in the face of Geno. And they couldn't get pressure all game. Like I don't want to overreact to one game, but what the fuck are we doing here? Why? Why are you giving up so many fucking points at home? Like. I don't get Aaron Glenn, man. I don't. Robert, I hope you get fired. Come to Detroit, bro. Come be the defensive coordinator. Be fucking
4: great. Place was rocking in downtown, too. Detroit was rocking. They were loud. So, I mean, they had an impact on that game for sure, and it it didn't seem like it faced Seattle at all. Yeah.
1: That's unfortunate. I wasn't at the game. I was at home. I didn't really, like, notice how loud it was. It was only, like, loud in spurts. Maybe it was my TV. I don't know. But that's at least what I've heard from my television set. But – that's all good. You, uh, I don't want to dominate your uh, space. So you guys enjoy. I'm just going to go back to listening. I appreciate end. it,
4: Adam.
3: Fucking relax. Man, thanks a lot, bro. We oh, appreciate yeah. it.
1: Yeah, if you guys want a relaxing uh, relaxing tip, just take like seven Motrin and try to go to sleep. <laughs> 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 See you guys uh, later, boys. Good luck on your show, it. Adam. Yeah,
4: hey,
2: appreciate
4: thanks, it, man. guys. Yep. Oh, man. All right, we got another request. If anyone else wants to talk, you guys could request and get your thoughts on this game. So we'll Terrell here what's up Terrell Terrell
5: you're on mute buddy what's up, man I mean most of you guys said the same stuff that I was gonna say anyway like the coaching was straight fucking AIDS I don't understand why Aaron Glenn is running zone 90% of the time now I don't understand why we can be aggressive all the fucking time except when we need to be you know at the end of the game like you guys mentioned and all that stuff like I'm just, i just dumbfounded right now. I don't understand how we get no pressure the whole game. Like Hutchinson got dominated the whole game by backup tackles, which just shocked the shit out of me. Like one of you guys said earlier, I think Adam said it, nobody was running any stunts. They weren't trying to get real pressure. Why the fuck are we running zone when it's 3rd and 10 on the 18-yard line inside the 20-yard line and Jerry Jacobs is standing on the fucking goal line? And just, I I think it was, I don't know if it was Lockett or Metcalf over there. He just let him catch the ball for the first down, like barely did anything. Jerry Jacobs can go hit the fucking road. Like that shit was garbage, bro. Like he played like ass the whole game. And I don't know what's up with Dan not taking points when he should. Just like you guys said, man, I'm just kind of repeating what you guys said at this point. But I, you, you want to be aggressive all the time, but then. I was screaming at the TV at the end of the half, like, you got a minute and 45 seconds left and you're going to hand the ball off to David Montgomery and then fucking derp around and, like, just waste time and not even try to score when you're the most aggressive team in the league. And then when there's five minutes left in the game, actually, there was seven or eight minutes left in the game when we were down 10. And they y'all understand that they juiced the clock for, like, six fucking minutes on that drive? We are exceedingly lucky that we even tied the game in the first place because they were running the goddamn play clock out the whole time. I'm sitting there screaming at the TV like, can you guys pick up the fucking pace? We're down 10. What the fuck are you guys doing? Like that that whole game just drove me nuts. Drove me fucking crazy. I don't know what else to say. It's a shit show.
4: (laughs) Yeah, It's a good point. I mean, yeah, you're right. It felt like... And they were down ten points, and it just felt like that clock was running. But it didn't matter because they, they ended up scoring. But, but and they got the and they got the ball back with a lot of time left and three timeouts. Yeah, St. Brown, Brown back on the field, and just like okay, well, let's let's see what we can do. Let's try to win this game now. Like once they got that stop, I'm like I feel I felt really good about winning this game at that point. But they just had a different thought you know they they didn't want like they didn't they were settling for overtime like they didn't even like really consider winning the game you know they like if they got maybe a big play maybe they would have taken a shot but like i don't know it just didn't show me a sense of urgency that i'm used to with this football team at that end of the game
5: yeah no no exactly and like i one of you guys said before i got on too like you you had all that time and not one shot to the end zone like you didn't even try you just kept throwing little eight ten yard plays down there trying to get like closer into field goal range like Bro, none of that shit made sense, man. That was just very, very, very disappointing. Like, I love Pete yeah. Carroll. He's a great coach. I'm not going to, you know, take anything away from them. They they came to play. But how do we not get any pressure all game against that shit offensive line? And then Evan Brown went down, like, what, in the second quarter? So they got he their backup back. center in? Yeah. Like, and we still back. can't get any pressure, bro? What? I don't, I don't know. And, and another thing that I noticed, too, where the fuck is Kirby Joseph? Anyone
4: he's on the field. He's just not doing anything. Oh,
5: right. That's a- what I'm saying. He's just sitting back there in the zone. It feels like he's not being aggressive anymore either. There was a bunch of passes caught right in front of him. And I'm used to him being aggressive and trying to jump routes. He's just standing back there, not doing shit either. That's my boy. I love that kid. And I'm just like, bro, will you do something? Like y'all need to wake up, man. Like that was bad. That was terrible. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I appreciate you,
4: Terrell. Yeah, another person. Yep, so yep. Thank Thanks, Terrell. fellas. Tyler. Yeah.
3: With all this, with all the zone coverage, do you think they should resort back to the basics and think, just go back man?
4: I think it's very possible that they do that. You know, especially you know this next game, maybe they do that. I thought maybe we'd see a little bit more of this game just because of the receiving core, and it's obviously they they thrive in. They're a very good team in man coverage. It's early in the season. Like at the end of the day, you look at the big picture. You are still 1-1. One and one. I think before the season started, you said you can go 1-1 one one with these first two games. Like, you'd be satisfied. It's just the way they lost this game. I think it's really stinging with us right now. Um, but, you know, they're trying different things right now, obviously. Seeing what's working, what's not working. But, I don't know, man. I feel like when it's not working for so much time... It's like, come on, could, could could we maybe go back to what we're really good at in that fourth quarter or even in the overtime? Like, why did it take three quarters to to not make a single adjustment on defense and for them just to keep shredding us apart? I mean
3: they they kinda they kinda did. I mean, I I saw some plays they, they went two man and tried that and Yeah, Jerry Jacobs still got cooked. <laughs> I mean, they just didn't have an answer for the number, receiving core. I just, at the end of the day that their we receiving core was just better than our Dbs for sure I yeah. think we just had to just had to take it uh, take that as it is man
4: yeah I mean hopefully they bounce back they they look at this as a bounce game all right I'm gonna get one more speaker up here um and then we'll probably end this so I'm gonna go to spirit here and then probably be it what's up spirit you're on mute Spirit there you go. Spirit, Spirit Airlines,
3: or Spirit? Hope not.
4: Spirit, you yeah, know I'm you, buddy.
3: Um. Oh, the Spirit of Detroit podcast. Is it? Is it actual podcast
4: guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I don't even know. How to get rid of you. I'm gonna get rid of you. Put you back on. Bye. Now you give me that option. Okay. Um, All right, then. I guess we don't have spare Detroit, but Malcolm, let's try up here. Yeah, we can. All right, y'all. Uh, I don't want to say I hope you guys enjoyed because that game was absolute shit, but yeah, we'll be back tomorrow for a full breakdown. Probably be on your guys' feed on Tuesday or Wednesday, so look forward to that on your guys' feed. And Let's bounce back next week versus the Falcons. Got another home game. So let's do that. That's all I got for now, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm out. Peace. All
3: right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace.